Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning. How are you all today? I am wonderful. <laughs> it's very, very windy outside, and it is not sunny. It's not raining, but it's not sunny, so I think it might just start raining soon. But luckily, I don't have a job that entails me going outside. So I can sit indoors at work and watch the rain and watch other people get wet. Always fun. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I would like to say just quickly that um, yesterday I said hello to a little girl from Singapore and I wasn't sure whether I pronounced her name right and afterwards um her mummy contacted me messaged me and said thank you for saying hello to her and also that i did pronounce her name right so yay for me <laughs> so hannah i am hannah from singapore i'm very very glad that i managed to pronounce your name right um and get your name because i couldn't quite hear what you said so um anyhow I have 97 different countries in the whole world listening into my stories. How amazing is that? 97 countries. I didn't even know there were 97 countries. But apparently I looked it up and there are 195. So I have over half the countries in the world listening to me. How amazing is that? So I was thinking that, um, I don't do this kind of thing very often, but if I can get to a hundred countries um, listening in, then, which shouldn't be very difficult, I only need another three, but if I can get to a hundred countries, I might just do a competition to celebrate. <laughs> so one of you would be able to win something, but I have to think of the competition, um, what I can do. And I also have to think of a prize that would be suitable for anyone. So watch this space or listen to this space and I will let you know as soon as I think of something or if you have any suggestions then please message them <laughs> but I'm looking forward to having a hundred countries listening in to me that will be amazing <laughs> anyway today's story because that's what we all are here for so I'm going to do um chapter five of the enchanted wood and what they found at the top of the faraway tree mm. so it's called chapter five is called the roundabout land so i'm assuming that that is what they found at the top so let's have a look one big broad branch slanted upwards at the top of the faraway tree Joe climbed onto it and looked down, but he could see nothing, for a white mist swirled around and about. Above him, the enormous thick white cloud stretched, with a purple hole in it, 
through which the topmost branch of the faraway tree disappeared. The children felt tremendously excited. At last they were at the very top. Joe carefully pulled himself up the final branch. He disappeared into the purple hole. Beth and Franny followed him. The branch came to an end and a little ladder ran through the cloud. Up the children went and before they knew what had happened, they were out in the sunshine in a new and very strange land. They stood on green grass. Above them was a blue sky. A tune was playing somewhere, going on and on and on. It's the sort of tune a carousel or a roundabout plays, Joe said Beth. Isn't it? It was. And then, suddenly, without any warning at all, the whole land began to swing around. The children almost fell over with the swing around beginning so suddenly. What's happening? said Beth, frightened. The children felt terribly dizzy. For trees, distant houses, hills and bushes began to move around. They too felt themselves moving, for the grass was going round as well. They looked for the hole in the cloud. But it had disappeared. The whole land is going round and round like a roundabout, cried Joe, shutting his eyes with dizziness. We've passed over the hole in the clouds. We don't know where the topmost branch of the faraway tree is now. It's somewhere beneath this land, but goodness knows where. Joe, but how can we get home again, cried Franny in fright. We'll have to ask someone for help, said Joe. The three began to walk away from the patch of green field in which they were standing. Beth noticed that they had been standing on a ring of grass that seemed darker than the grass around. She wondered why it was, but she had no time to say anything, for really it was dreadfully difficult to walk properly in a land that was going round and round like a proper carousel all the time. The music went on and on too. Hurdy-gurdy, hurdy-gurdy. Joe wondered where it came from and where the machinery was that worked the strange roundabout land. Soon they met a tall man singing loudly from a book. Joe stopped him, but he went on singing. It was annoying. Hey, diddle, ho, diddle, round and around and around, shouted the man, whilst Joe tried to make himself heard. How can we get away from this land, Joe shouted. Don't interrupt me. Hey, diddle, ho, diddle, sang the man, but he beat time with his finger. Joe caught hold of the bony finger and shouted again. Which is the way out of this land? And what land is it? Now you've made me lose my time, said the tall man crossly. I shall have to begin my song again. Uh, what is this land, please? asked Franny. 
It's roundabout land, said the tall man. I should have thought anyone would have guessed that. You can't get away from it. It goes round and round always and only stops once in a blue moon. Well, there must have been a blue moon when we climbed into it, groaned Joe. It had certainly stopped then. The man went off singing loudly. Hey, diddle, ho, diddle, round and around and around. Silly old round and around, said Franny. Really, we do meet, seem to meet the most peculiar people. What I'm worried about is getting home, said Beth. Mother will be anxious if we're not back before long. What shall we do, Joe? Let's sit down under this tree and have a bit more to eat, said Joe. So they sat down and munched solemnly, hearing roundabout music going on all the time, watching the distant hills and trees swinging around against the sky. It was all very strange. Presently a pair of rabbits lolloped up and looked at the children. Franny loved animals and she threw a bit of cake to them. To her surprise, one of the rabbits picked up the cake in its paw and nibbled it like a monkey. Thanks, said the rabbit. It's a change from grass. Where do you come from? We haven't seen you before and we thought we knew everybody here. Nobody new ever comes to roundabout land. And nobody ever gets away, said the other rabbit, smiling at Franny and holding out its paw for a bit of cake too. Really? said Beth in alarm. Well, we're new to it, for we only came about an hour ago. We came up the faraway tree. What? cried both rabbits at once, flopping up their long ears in amazement. Up the faraway tree, did you say? Goodness, you don't mean to say that's touching this land. Yes, it is, said Beth, but I expect as this land is swinging round and round that the topmost branch might be almost anywhere underneath it. There's no way of finding out. Oh, yes, there is, said the first rabbit excitedly. If we burrow down a little way and make a hole, we can see whereabouts the faraway tree is underneath and we can wait for it to come round again when the land swings above it. Well, we came up from the tree just where the grass was darker than the rest, said Beth. I noticed that. Do you suppose that as the roundabout land swings around, it will come back to the same place? And we could slip down the topmost branch? Of course, said the rabbits. We can easily burrow down that green patch of grass and wait for the land to turn around just over the tree again. Come on, quickly, there's no time to lose. All of them jumped up and sped off. Beth knew the way and so did the rabbits. Soon they were back in the field where the ring of dark grass stood. There was no opening now, leading through a cloud down to the tree. It had gone. The rabbits began to dig quickly. Soon they found the ladder that led upwards. Then they made such a big hole that the children could see down it to a large white cloud that swirled below the roundabout land. Oh, nothing there yet, said the first rabbit, getting out a handkerchief and wiping his dirty front paws. We must wait a bit. 
I only hope the land hasn't swung on and passed the far-away tree altogether. The roundabout music went on and on. Suddenly, it began to slow down. One of the rabbits peeped out of the hole below and gave a shout. The land has stopped going round and the faraway tree is just nearby, but we can't reach it. The children peered through the cloud below the ladder and saw quite clearly that the faraway tree was very near, but not near enough to jump on, whatever were they to do. Now don't try to jump, warned the rabbits, or you will fall right through the cloud. But what shall we do, asked Beth in despair. We must get away on the tree before we swing off again. I've got a rope, said one of the rabbits suddenly, and he put his hand into a big pocket and pulled out a yellow rope. He made a loop in one end and then threw it carefully at the topmost branch of a nearby tree. It caught and held. Good. Franny, slip down the rope first, said Joe. I'll hold this end. So Franny, rather afraid, slid down the yellow rope to the tree. And then just as she got there, the roundabout music began to play very loudly and quickly. And the roundabout land began to move. Quick, quick, shouted Franny as the land swung nearer to the faraway tree. Jump, jump. They jumped and the rabbits jumped after them. The roundabout land swung off. The big white cloud covered everything. The children and the rabbits clung to the topmost branch and looked at one another. We look like monkeys on a stick, said Joe, and they all began to giggle. My goodness, what an adventure. I vote we don't come up here again. But, as you may guess, they did. <laughs> and I wonder what they'll find next time. So, the roundabout land, oh my goodness, I love going on the carousel at the fair where you get onto a big horse and it goes round and round and round and up and down. Love those, but I don't think I'd like like it if the world was spinning around like that all the time. Oh, wouldn't you feel dizzy forever? I think I'd feel quite sick. So, but the carousels and, and the music... I love the music when you go to a fairground. However, if you had to listen to it forever, you might just get fed up of it, don't you think? <laughs> so I don't think I'd like to live in um, roundabout land. What about you? Any preferences where you'd like to live? I think I'd like to live somewhere where you just got treats all the time. That sounds quite nice. <laughs> Anyway, I will love you and leave you and I will see you all again tomorrow, I hope. And I will go away and try and think of a competition that I can um, make for if and when I get 100 countries listening to me. So what do you think? I If you've got any ideas, because I think a book 
it's got to be a book that I send um, as a, you know, as a a prize, I think. Um, but maybe you've got different ideas. And if you can think of a competition, then feel free to message me and tell me. <laughs> anyway, I will leave you and I will see you all again tomorrow for tomorrow's story. So, as always, be good, enjoy yourselves, do lots of exciting things, but while you're doing them, take care and stay safe. Bye for now.